0: Welcome to the Schwab Market Update Podcast, where each trading day we recap key market results and statistics. I'm Keith Lansford, and here's a summary of what happened today, Thursday, September 7th. Heightened investor uncertainty over interest rates, U.S. dollar strength, and China's iPhone ban sent U.S. equities broadly lower Thursday, with the Nasdaq composite sinking a fourth straight day as technology bellwether Apple dropped nearly 3%. Apple shares have dropped 6.4% over the past two sessions in the wake of a Bloomberg News report that China plans to extend a ban on iPhone use to state-owned corporations. With a market capitalization of nearly $2.8 trillion, Apple can have an outsized influence on the tech sector and the broader market. Also Thursday, lower-than-expected weekly jobless claims indicated the labor market remains tight, keeping investors on edge over the potential for further Federal Reserve rate hikes. Randy Frederick, Managing Director of Trading and Derivatives at the Schwab Center for Financial Research, says the combination of the dollar strength, jobless claims, and China concerns is keeping pressure on the market. Still, the market's soft tone this week may be more in line with historical patterns, with September typically a down month for stocks. I'm more concerned about seasonal factors related to September, in which the U.S. market has posted a negative return for three consecutive years and ended lower in six of the past nine years, Randy says. Here is where the major benchmarks ended. The S&P 500 index was down 14.34 points, or 0.3%, at 4,451.14. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was up 57.54 points, or 0.2%, at 34,500.73, and the Nasdaq Composite was down 123.64 points, or 0.9%, at 13,748.83. The 10-year Treasury note yield was down about 4 basis points at 4.252%, and SIBO's Volatility Index, or the VIX, was down 0.05 of a point at 14.40. Technology shares were among the market's weakest performers Thursday, as the Philadelphia Semiconductor Index fell nearly 2%. Rachel Banks and small-cap stocks were also under pressure, with the Russell 2000 dropping near a two-week low. Utilities were among the few sectors to post gains. The U.S. dollar index climbed for the fifth consecutive day and touched a six-month high amid ideas interest rates will remain elevated for a prolonged period. As far as stocks on the move, C3AI shares tumbled nearly 12%, after the artificial intelligence software company late Wednesday forecast a larger-than-expected operating loss for the current quarter, overshadowing a narrower-than-expected loss in the previous quarter. ChargePoint Holdings fell nearly 12% after the electric vehicle charging infrastructure company's quarterly numbers disappointed investors. Dave & Buster's shares fell nearly 6% after it reported weaker-than-expected second-quarter earnings. Dutch Brothers' shares fell over 4% after the drive through coffee chain on Wednesday announced a public offering of $300 million in shares of its Class A common stock. McDonald's shares rose about 1.1% after Wells Fargo analyst Zachary Fadham upgraded the stock to overweight from equal weight, saying that as broader quick-service restaurant trends slow, McDonald's should stand tall given its digital initiatives and consumers' flight to value. Roku shares fell 3% after a loop capital analyst downgraded the stock to hold from buy, saying the company's recent restructuring signifies the potential for slower revenue growth in 2024. Seagate Technology shares fell over 11% after Barclays downgraded the stock to equal weight from overweight, saying the data storage company's recovery continues to take longer than expected. Verant Systems' shares plunged nearly 20% after the analytics company reported quarterly earnings and revenue that disappointed investors, and Westrock shares rose over 4% after the Wall Street Journal reported the company is nearing a merger with Europe's Smurfit Kappa Group in a deal that could create a global paper and packaging giant worth about $20 billion. Among other companies, Kroger, one of the biggest U.S. supermarket chains, is expected to report quarterly results early Friday. Wall Street analysts expect Kroger to earn about $0.92 per share in the previous quarter, up from $0.90 a year earlier. Kroger topped expectations during the previous earnings season, but the company's stock has lagged well behind the broader market, gaining just over 2% year-to-date. This week's economic calendar has been relatively light, but numbers seen so far appeared to put some dents in the narrative that the Fed's historically sharp rate-hiking cycle has the economy gradually slowing and inflation receding. Early Thursday, the Labor Department said initial jobless claims fell to 216,000, the lowest weekly reading since late January, which clashed with last week's payrolls data that suggested the job market has continued to loosen. The four-week moving average for jobless claims fell by more than 8,000 to just over 229,000. Separately, additional government data showed labor costs and productivity fell in the second quarter. It looks like instead of laying off people, companies are cutting hours, but that still isn't helping alleviate the issue of higher and stickier labor costs. Colin Martin, director of fixed income strategy at the Schwab Center for Financial Research, says, that while the labor market shows signs of loosening, Thursday's claims report suggests it could take a while to get loose. Still, market expectations for the Fed's next moves and for the peak in interest rates haven't changed much lately, Colin adds. No more rate hikes seems like the most likely outcome, but the expected duration that will be at peak rates keeps lengthening and the longer the Fed holds at its peak, the longer the 10-year Treasury may remain elevated. Investors will receive fresh updates on inflation and consumer spending next week with the release of the August Consumer Price Index, or CPI, the August Producer Price Index, or PPI, and August Retail Sales. Investors appear to be nearly unanimous in the view that the Fed won't be hiking rates for at least the near term, Late Thursday, investors were pricing in a 93% implied probability that the Fed will hold its benchmark funds rate at the current 5.25% to 5.50% target range at its September 19th and 20th policy meeting, according to the CME FedWatch tool. It's closer to a split decision for the question of whether the Fed hike rates or stands pat following its two-day policy meeting that concludes November 1st. The market sees a roughly 54% chance the Fed will hold rates steady after that meeting and slightly over 43% odds of a quarter-point increase. This has been the Schwab Market Update podcast. To stay informed, visit schwab.com marketupdate or follow the show for free in your favorite podcasting app. And if you like what you've heard, please consider leaving us a reading or a review. It really helps new listeners find the show. Join us for another update tomorrow. For important disclosures, see the show notes and schwab.com slash marketupdatepodcast.